I am so sorry, guys, that I could not make it today, but I just had to call in and give you my congratulations. 200 years of unnatural 20s. It's just amazing. 20, 50, 100 years, I would not have believed it, but you three have spunk. You defied all the odds, managed to keep a podcast going through everything. Economic collapses, presidential assassinations, the invention of audio recording technology, the first Fat Bear Week. You were there for all of it. And personally, I can't wait to see what the next 200 years of unnatural 20s will bring. Thank you. And welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is Books and I will be your DM for this episode. And today is arguably our most important episode because today, wait for it, are you ready? Today we are recording our 200th episode. 200! But before we... uh, Well, I thought you were going to go longer. Before we celebrate and like kind of just let ourselves bask in the amazement that we have talked and recorded and edited and figured out 200 whole episodes, I think we should introduce the other two screams and cheers you hear in the background. Those are our other two hosts who make this whole show possible. They are truly the only reason I could stand recording and re-listening to my voice for over or no, for 196 podcast episodes. I did the math. I've only, this will be 197. (laughs) It's 200 for the show, but I have missed three episodes in our podcast history. Well, you're basically not even on the podcast. You're basically the longest guest we've ever had. It it was very sad to realize. I was like, it's only two. And I was like, no, there was a third. There was a third. It took a vacation (laughs) once. They were playing. It was the third that broke you. All right. There are some other voices, though. They're very important people. First, we have someone whose shrieks you have heard and chaos you have endured for over 200 episodes. And that is... That's me! Hi, everyone. It's Caitlin. (laughs) Somehow gave it all in that intro. All all instances right there. I had to give it all. And of course, she's got it. Don't make her beat. Bring Christina. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't make her sing wow caitlin's only request for her introduction was to be mentioned that she brings wild card factor and chaos um and i i think that's clear even without an introduction i don't think we need to preface that i don't doesn't think need to, to be said i think we clear. need to find new ways to say it how else would you say it like what other new ways could there be to possibly say that she's wild crazy don't understand basically what's his name so just different voices what's that guy's name from are the you trying to do harry carey no for the Shining, what I don't know, he's not from the Shining. You it's said Christopher like Walken, Christopher Walken, obviously. A Christopher Walken, but Anastasia. I'm Christopher Walken. It took 200 episodes for you to get a perfect Christopher Walken, and I'm so glad you finally got there. <laughs> oh, no, uh, we can end Walken. the show now. This we is the biggest anymore. Yeah, Caitlin has peaked. 
<laughs> We've all peaked with Caitlin's Christopher Walken. Uh, you'll also definitely hear another voice out there. She has not been introduced, but she's someone whose pronunciation of documentary ensures no one will ever make mm-hmm. one on us. And these 200 mm-hmm. episodes will be the only way our lives are documented. And that is... <laughs> You know what? Fucking rude books. Fucking rude, okay? I gave you, if we're going behind the scenes, it is Cassie. Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. Also, um, we did give you notes before on like how we'd like to be introduced. Mm-hmm. I said I would like to be mentioned uh, for the inspiration, the only reason this podcast exists. And you said we would you, never have a documentary on us. hit it because you inspire people to embrace <laughs> <Wait>, no. <laughs> poor pronunciation of words. And our podcast exists to ensure our lives are documented because no one's going to make a documentary after us when the hear okay. your pronunciation. I Books. hit both of your marks. <laughs> She's <laughs> never going to have, False. we're never going to have a documentary on us, but we're going to have a documentary on it. Yeah, okay. It's a more in-depth, better version of is the what it documentary? is. Documentary? Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. Literally, fuck you guys. It's one word that I can't say. The one word in the history of all words that I can't say. It's this one and you. It comes up a lot, but fuck you guys. Also, books, would you say this episode is more important than the corn episode? <gasps> oh, yes, absolutely. No. <laughs> Bigger than corn. I made a Bigger whole episode corn. just more a, centered around corn. More than thread count on sheets. Uh, crazy. What about the one where she said she got the inspiration from looking at a blade of grass? That Definitely was Mr. Corndog face, <laughs> and you don't talk shit on I him. I thought that was you know the Starbucks Ms. cup one, but I, I thought it was clearly too. mistaken. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some really good themes. Over 200 episodes, there's been some solid themes. Would you say we the corn cup one was your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Like, a lot has become revealed about us. Um, everyone knows I have nipple tassel piercings. Mm-hmm. Yes. From two and this episodes. is the number one fact that everybody pulls about when, you. Like when you think about me, you don't think about interests, hobbies. Maybe I like books. Not even a question. Mm-mm. No. Nipple uh, tassels. What would you say is the most uh, rem- memorable? I almost said rememberable. Uh, yeah. Come down this journey with me where it's more fun to say words this way. More. Add a couple more R's. Memorable a couple more R's makes it fun. Learned about you over 200 episodes. That I'm an inspiration and a joy and a pleasure to have on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and not that I offered to accidentally jack a guy off in the stall or whatever the fuck I did. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, everybody that remembers. I memory and I'm so glad you did. <laughs> We've, I think we've brought this up so many times because it is literally the most legendary thing you've ever done in this episode. And it's where you. you punked us all and you gave us all a trophy when we won the podcast awards. Oh, yes. But we, we won our own, we made our own award and Cassie came with a physical award and surprised us all. You guys. And you got our physical reaction to an actual award <laughs> that, of a made up thing that Cassie made up. And uh, we all lost our goddamn but minds. The and then we posted pictures it. with it. And the internet and, still and believes that we it. are winners of a podcast award because we are can i update you guys on this because this hasn't ended i um i put this award on a resume oh (laughs) i turned this in to spotify thank you very much they did deny me (laughs) they don't check their sources (laughs) but i did i did try to throw out there because like the template i was using asked for our like milestone projects and i was like you know what (laughs) That's what this thing we never won, and I made we up. Have pictures with an award. We have an we award do. in our hands. We have so an award in our hands. I can pull up screenshots of people congratulating us and on it. We have so many people. Name of the award we won is not not a po- existing podcast award. It's just a little. It's out there. It's, it's out there. 
You can Google it, internet it, tweet it, tweet it, tweet it. I got emails to our like email about like people, you know, like obviously people trying to get us to pay for their services and shit, but they were still like, congratulations on this award. And I was like, thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you. We did that. that. I worked my ass off for it. Thank Uh, you. (laughs) The journey that this has taken that is now on your resume, it gives me so much joy. Um, yeah please put me down as a reference for like the person who made this award possible and i will back it up too yes they out of hundreds or thousands of podcasts they were indeed the winners Mm -hmm. i will put you down as a reference thank you Mm -hmm. yes and i also need everything you put on your resume so i can put it on mine too (laughs) how did you word that by the way i'm updating mine applying to jobs so (laughs) i need that thank you thank you (laughs) and Dougal. We've done books. We started with yours, right? Your reputation? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's Dougal's? If pasta seems to follow her. Her thigh warm oh, pasta. Thigh she can never pasta. escape. No. And that was it's, like from the first 10 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that follows travels. On, and now it's become a thing with groups that don't even are not on the podcast or don't really listen either. Now know that you are a thigh warm pasta, pasta girl. So you don't have to call them out saying that they don't listen. Like. <laughs> You can, no, you can for pretend. 200th episode, you can pretend we do. that they do we listen. <laughs> we have to. We must. <laughs> but yes, no, I am known as the girl who eats thigh warm pasta. And I have found someone else who also does the same thing. So I think that is the success right here. Monsters. What is that I, kind of I, world is this? Yes. Like a monster. I bonded with someone over this just this weekend. Holy and fucking shit. How did you find this person? Um, this is like a glitch in the universe. They were not meant to align with you. Now, like, yeah. we're going to have some sort of just terrible butterfly effect, and the apocalypse <laughs> is going to happen because from two, two weirdos, five pasta eaters, have found each other. It's very great. I, it's the, probably the best fact I learned about this person. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, those are some good places. <laughs> Sorry, what was that now? I. <laughs> I'm concerned that she said places because we were just talking about thighs. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I don't know. I don't know where places came from, and I'm trying to figure it out, but I don't think it's going to be there. All I've got no. is thighs. And listen, it's not the place remember I want to go to. Remember when our guest Ty blew a D20 out of his nose, first shoved it up his nose, and then blew it out of his nose, and then God. rolled a natural 20 on air? Remember when we brought Ty on for one episode, and he did the most legendary thing? We, it took 200, and none of us will have anything as good as that. I was fucking shoving a goddamn dice up his nose. I could shove up my nose and try to blow out. It's never going to land on a 20. It's just, you I'm never know until you try. 100% of the time, it has happened. Yeah, but now we, we can't, can't break that break streak. That I need that fact it. out there. You Listen. can't do it. You need to stop. You cannot shove it up your nose. Uh, you yeah. cannot release it. That's, that's um, the only time it can happen. Yeah. Very good. Remember when Mike and Ryan came on and Mike tried to plug Ty's podcast and he called it the wrong thing? That was fun. That was good. Mike's been on a few times. and uh, He's been time twice. Before that, twice? Yeah, he was just old man Mike, I think. He was old man Mike. Yeah. We have invited a lot of old fucks on the podcast for a podcast named Unnatural 20s. I don't um, think any of our guests were 20. Besides one. Yeah. One. Two, maybe. Two? I think one. One? Priyanka. Oh, Ty's not? No. Oh. Oh. I thought Ty <laughs> he was. He gives off that 20 energy. Yeah, no. he does. You no, know what? That's one. true, though. We give off a lot of people who have 20s energy. I don't think that's a compliment. Yeah, you but, get a 20 spirit. Uh, you know what? And it is a compliment. Stay young, stay fun, everyone. Yes. Stay we, this, clueless, stay lost, stay failing. Unnatural 20s. It is simply the, the, the spirit of the 20s. It's just a mindset. It's, it's, 
It's almost you will a religion. always live in the spirit of the 20s. By 400, it must be a religion. <laughs> there we go. That's the goal. New goal uh, unlocked. But before we go about setting goals, before we dive into what we hope for the future, I feel like the only way we can move into our 200th episode is by sharing some of our fails, uh, admitting them out on the pod as we do, so we can you know, really start our 200th episode the way we start everything else in life, by failing. Oh, uh, well, my, my fail is the fact that... Um, I was completely way too hungover last week to help put out last week's episode or the two weeks ago episode. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? What's up, everyone? We had a pre-recorded episode and we were too hungover to post it. What's up, everybody? That was recorded two weeks in advance. Woo! And we <laughs> we could not get off the couch in order to post it. <laughs> you are welcome, everybody. The next day when I posted, it ain't coming out. Sorry, I was dying. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Oh, that's how you know the spirit of your 20s is not following in all things because the hangover's last two fucking days. (laughs) It was deadly. (laughs) I was so bummed. I had like, I've moved around fucking family vacations and shit to get podcasts out in time. And this one, I was like, I'm just dead. I'm just old and dead. We can't do it. It surprised me so much that I messaged you that day. I was at an amusement park and I paused walking through the amusement park to be like, holy fuck, did I fuck up this bad and forget to send you my audio. Books was one of the person who commented on it that said, did I forget to send you my audio? Like I figured no, we had it. You were being so <laughs> nice and you were like, we're not going to bother her. She's at an amusement park. Like she's having time with like family and new family and stuff. And we're just going to be really nice and not mention that she fucked up horribly. Uh, and oh, I was, no, no, I would have no. called you nonstop and we told you were to leave the up. amusement park. We were fucked up. <laughs> no, I couldn't move off a couch. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to move off a couch. <laughs> I support it. I honestly full, uh, knowing the reason for the hangover too, just makes it that much better. Um, no. so I'm very supportive. I, uh, so I was not hungover that particular weekend, which is kind of a mini success, but I, I mentioned it just like five million times on the show. I got married. I had a wedding. I was planning a marriage. And before we get into like the good things, uh, I have a few fails that happened just leading up to my wedding that I just want to mm-hmm. get off my chest because my wedding was Murphy's Law and everything that could go wrong did go wrong leading up to it. Um, so here's a few things. Uh, my main flower girl, the oldest one, her dress two days before my wedding got a giant hole in it and became unwearable. So, um, my dad had to drive to central California to find a Macy's where the last dress we could find was in her size and pick it up. This man drove four hours there and four hours back to get a flower girl dress because, uh, we already had the matching ones and it was just, it was a nightmare. Oh, Uh, damn. My makeup artist canceled five days before my wedding with what? no reason why. So um, the makeup artist you met was not supposed to be the makeup artist I had. Um, yeah, we had to find that. We had a second makeup artist because there were a lot of girls getting their makeup done. And she was the makeup and hair artist combined in one. We thought that would be like more efficient. She showed up an hour and a half late the day of. I don't know yeah, if you she did. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah she that did. That was real fun. Uh, and her excuse was that she had a, a trial that morning that ran over, which yeah. is just very good. <laughs> just so inconsiderate. Um, on the Wednesday before my Saturday wedding, I got a bug bite 
that I had a very bad allergic reaction to and had to go to urgent care because my ankle had swollen three times its size. That's that, right. But that went is down like, right in time. Yeah. That was the most wild one, I think. Put on a steroid. And then uh, the last one is that we had a bunch of people from out of town, never been to California, and right after our rehearsal dinner, um, before everyone went up to their their rooms to relax, there was a giant earthquake. And oh yeah, it wasn't that big. It was it was a four point something, four point four earthquake. But uh, it did shut down all of the elevators in our hotel, and so yeah. everyone had to like kind of party the night before a little bit unexpectedly, because no one could go up to their rooms. Um, Honestly, so just, we played Pokemon Showdown. It was a good we time. Did. It was it yeah. was a good time. We found a computer, we found Wi-Fi, and we played Pokemon. It was fun. It was good. It was For fine. the most part, everyone I interacted with did manage to have a good time. My um, brother was probably the least smart one because it just made him drink a little bit more, and he was real hungover mm. the next day. Uh, uh, yep, yep, yep. But everyone else seemed to you know, think through what they were doing, make good decisions, and have a good time while we were trapped in this <laughs> lobby of a hotel waiting for... An inspection of the elevators to go on. So those are just like mini fails that happened leading up to my wedding that I thought now I think are just really, really funny because mm-hmm. it all went, it all went smoothly after that. You, you know, you just got to have a couple things to add right before to right make before. it fun. Yeah. Were, the, the Natural disasters, bodily hurt, you know? Yeah. yeah. My uh, boss didn't believe me because I was supposed to be at work that day. And I showed up super early and I was like, hey, I'm only here for like 30 minutes because I got to go to urgent care. And she was like, why? And I just showed her my ankle and she was like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> like, did you do like what? what? And I was like, I don't know. I, I got a bug bite. I'm not really sure. I'll figure it out. I got a bed at urgent care. Yeah. But for now, let me make money, me. please. <laughs> yeah. She was like, do you know if it was like poisonous? Like, are you going to die? And I was like, I hope not. I don't, I don't know though. <laughs> I sure hope not. I'm still I, kicking right now. So let's, you know, hopefully not. I got big plans this weekend. It's yeah. spreading like, you know, every hour. So I feel like I got time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Only time will tell. Uh, if I could bring a my fail, it's actually going to be um, during your wedding books is gonna, uh-huh. when our my fail is going to come in. Caitlin's also involved in this. Oh, really? I can't remember this. Yeah, we're we're very much involved in this. This is when I realized that we weren't quite ready for public yet and we shouldn't have been released, especially on a stage to be your bridesmaids. Thank oh, you for that. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> but I don't know if people, you know, at weddings when... Uh, if you're part of the bridal party for like the reception afterwards, you get a little entrance thing. <laughs> this is a moment to fucking shine. Okay. And when you get two dumb fucks and Kate McKenna, bless your soul for putting Wait, the I, two of us together. I saw part of this and I completely forgot. About it, so thank you for reminding yeah. me. Because, yeah. Oh, so much joy. Mm-hmm. It's been on repeat on my mind about 10 times a day, so I will never forget it uh, because before we were worried if we were going to have to do an intro by ourselves into a reception because I was like, fuck, what am I going to do by myself? And then you put me with Caitlin and I was like, solid, we're going to kill it. Yeah, that's that's what what I figured. (laughs) We killed it a little too hard. We went too hard. We were too overconfident once you put us together uh, because we decided we would walk in um, dead face, dead pants, looking straight ahead uh, and not do anything until we made it to the midway point and then crump our little hearts out <laughs> with flowers in hand flowers in hand with a beautiful bouquet that we had all day and they um the people who put the bouquets together did not plan for the bridal party to be crumping their fucking <laughs> hearts out so they obliterated <laughs> they combusted i've it never like seen flowers explode to her basket again right over where she, she was exploded and then it was the panic of their 
everywhere. <laughs> and there are people <laughs> coming behind us. What do we do? So it was us trying to frantically <laughs> scoop them off the floor. Also, we crumped like we like gave two hits, two, three hits, and then it was panic. So people who missed the first part just saw the people scrounging around on the floor. Just in pure panic, like crawling on the floor to pick up flowers, like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Beautiful. Can I add another one? <laughs> yeah, please. There was no water upstairs for us. So we had to go downstairs to get water. And I was in a dress that was fine length until you went upstairs. So I was really thirsty. And I figured since there's no water upstairs, I'm going to grab an extra one in case anyone was else was thirsty. So I got two cups of water, double fisted it, right? Mm-hmm. And I went up the stairs. Well, I made it up all the stairs until I got to the last three steps. And I made eye contact with the DJ (laughs) as I tripped on my dress and fell forward onto another part of my dress. He was like, get it, girl. Get it, girl. I see you. And then I fell again, but again, caught myself on another part of my dress, ripping and snagging my dress completely. (laughs) But I made it up the stairs. He's like, yeah, I knew you had it in you, girl. As he's like hyping me up as I fall down three steps. Upstairs with two waters, spilled just a little bit, and was able to give someone else water and hydrate myself. That's right. Um, We made a really good impression on this DJ because he also introduced us. It was just like, okay, coming up next. (laughs) (laughs) I, so I obviously was in the very back and I didn't get to see like all of the entrances Mm -hmm, too, too mm -hmm. much, but I did catch yours. And what made me catch yours was. Of all of my, like, all the wedding party, you two got the loudest cheer when your names were announced. I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah, we did. Because we had uh, Brother Pod uh, sitting right at that table (laughs) and, like, right Mm -hmm. by the entrance. They were uh, Mike and Ryan and a few other people who really know you were sitting, like, sitting right there. So they were ready for it. And uh, that caught my attention. And I happened to watch you two fling your flower bouquets. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah. All everywhere good. i missed good, good, the good. solemn entrance but um i hope yeah, that's yeah. very solemn. caught by the uh, videographer i hope she is cut. i hope it's cut i hope it's not cut completely we can redo it if you want <laughs> <laughs> we can redo it <laughs> but yeah uh, that's my fail from your wedding uh I, it's forever in documentary probably fuck me i didn't <laughs> need to say the word there and i said it there i hate myself <laughs> good do the fucking show <laughs> continue <laughs> All right, on that note, I think it's time for us to roll right into our adventure. And because it is our 200th episode, we can't just leave this ordinary. We have to do something extra. So uh, definitely listen in because we have some very special guests to join us on this very special episode. And books, I can actually roll for you on this one. Oh, it looks like we rolled a two, which two is usually my number. It's a big one. Uh, So two, usually uh, we have... Cassie, she brings to me an animal, and I must explain it as the animal expert. And I usually give the noise as well. You um, must give the noise. It, you don't, not only do you usually, you absolutely have to give the noise. Okay. All right. But this time, Caitlin, it's our 200th episode. I don't want to. I don't want to bring you like my facts, like my facts about an animal that I don't know. For our 200th episode, we're gonna go big. Can we call up our uh, our animal friend? Our, our, our animal, our animal expert, expert, expert that we always talk about. Yeah. Oh. The legit expert. I believe you have his number. Uh, let me, uh, yeah, let me give him a call real quick. Bring, bring, bring. Oh, wow. It rings bring, really loud bring. over there. I also uh, didn't hear you dial any numbers. Bring. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, oh, hi. Is this Eli? 
Yeah, yeah. Hi. How's it going? Is this this the Eli from Side Character Quest? It is the Eli from Side Character Quest. Wow, I'm so glad that I got your number right. (laughs) Is this the Eli who is the certified animal boy? I am a certified animal boy. Yes, that's what my degrees all say. (laughs) (laughs) How good does it feel to go through so many years of schooling to just have certified animal boy as your summary? (laughs) Honestly, it's it's more than it's. It's me using my degree more than I do in real life, so. (laughs) Well, I hope this makes it all worth it. We called you on for the 200th episode because we just rolled a two, which is Caitlin's number. And we we actually want an animal expert here. So if we can have you, uh, I'll let you take over this role and give her the animal. This is the first time I'm ever giving over this role, and it feels a little weird, but there's nobody else I would want to give it to. So Eli's going to give me the animal. I'll explain it, and then he explains it again. Yeah, he gives exactly what I'm going to say again. Yeah, he repeats back verbatim. Okay, what cool. you just said good good that's what i thought perfect this is such an honor i'm so excited <laughs> to be here for your 200th episode and uh feel the the honor of this number being bestowed upon me <laughs> um so caitlin what i have for you today if you choose to accept it is tell me about the long-tailed giant ichneumonid wasp Oh, my Jesus. He came in with such technical terms. That is, that is the least technical version of this wasp name. I, oh. I was like, tell me about a butterfly once. And then a certified animal boy, thank you so much for bringing this. I had, okay. I had to bring in the science and the technical terms and all that. The ignuonic, of course, though, Cassie. <laughs> Get it right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our first ignuonic animal around, I think, on our, our pod. So, welcome to the I, pod, ignuonics. I can only guess. Wasps. Um, uh, they out here. Bzz, bzz. Okay, but I know we say it's an ignuonic wasp, and you're thinking, yes, it's just going to be like them bees, but the scarier bees. Mm, the it's killer bees? It's not. It's not. It's actually going to be um, a really cool furry animal. Okay. It's a rodent, um, and it has a really good tail. Okay. And um, the tail is actually the noise that it makes the noise, and it sounds kind of like a wasp when it jumps through the air. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a flying squirrel, but it also um, is not like a regular squirrel, because it's not a squirrel at all. We had wasp beaver squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost track of it here, but I respect it so much for this scientific name to have wasp in it and it not be a wasp. It's black and white, so it has black, I'm sorry, black fur with like yellow-ish like rings on its tail, Mm -hmm. and then the yellow tail is when it flies through the air it does make the sounds the of the of the the wasps okay and it also makes some other crazy noises as well okay um so the noises when it's jumping through the trees you hear what you think is a wasp and you also hear bees bees it's crazy it comes from its mouth so it yells bees it doesn't yell bees that wasn't what i said but okay so it it makes a sound that sounds like it's yelling bees it I is not you, a bee or a wasp. To some people, the ignuonic wasp does sound like that. But. And it is a rodent. It's a rodent. Yeah, it's, it's a hundred percent a rodent. So it's a rodent that's called a wasp that yells yes. bees. Correct. Wow. Correct. <laughs> All of the above correct. He knows. Yes. <laughs> Can you back this up? Is this one did she get this right? I might have Googled something wrong or put in, yeah. like, uh, misspelled something. It happens all it's the time okay. in science. Um, you know, science is always changing. But what I found about the long-tailed giant ichneumonid wasp is uh, it is a species of large wasp that's about two inches, <laughs> in, two inches long. It has black and yellow-orange stripes. 
Uh, its wings are transparent, and it's got an elongated body like most wasps, but the long tail comes from its ovipositor. And before I get into the next part, I'm going to uh, preface this by saying that when I learned about this type of wasp, I was told that it's all the evidence you need to no longer believe in a kind and loving God. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So, That's the schooling. <laughs> parasitoid wasps have a long, thin ovipositor. It looks like a tail. And what they do is they take that, instead of stinging people with their, um, you know, stingers, they actually use it to lay eggs inside the larva of other wasps. Oh, Those man. eggs then hatch, and the larva eat their way out of the uh, host. Oh, what? Mommy's like, mommy's giving you a good meal here. Enjoy, babies. <laughs> yes. So specifically this kind, um, it uses its ovipositor to tunnel into dead wood where the okay. horntail wasp lays its larva. And then they lay their their larva or their eggs inside the horntail wasp larva. Wow. I was so scared when you initially started that with it was laying in our skin and I was never going to leave my house. (laughs) No, no, they don't do that. Although, if you ever read the uh, book, the Michael Crichton novel, Micro, where people are shrunk down to being real tiny, it does happen to someone and it's a nightmare. Oh, A terrible, terrible nightmare. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that is the long-tailed giant ichneumonid wasp. They're actually kind of pretty looking. If you just, yeah, if you you, like ignore the fact that they're like a wasp. Yeah. Well, because these don't sting you. That's that's still terrifying. They do look like they have almost a squirrelish tail. It almost looks like a scorpion. It looks like a monster. Scorpion, squirrel, you know, sames. Yeah. And you actually, I've actually these, maybe not this exact species, but we definitely do have parasitoid wasps around um, Georgia. If you ever see anything that looks like a wasp, but it just has a long, thin like tail area that's a parasitoid wow i'm going yep. to georgia in a couple weeks and i am going to stay clear of those <laughs> yep good luck <laughs> so to confirm not a rodent not well, a rodent to no. some people weird to that was a weird people. one Can yes if i think you this might be the first one that you've maybe failed This might be the first and only one. On our 200th, you came in here and you failed. I wouldn't say it's a fail. I think it's just a different interpretation. It might just be that science has not caught up with Caitlin yet. (laughs) As to what the definition of a rodent is? (laughs) Yeah. I yeah, can see that. You know, I can see how science definitions are always changing. It's always changing. That's what science is all about, is getting new evidence and changing. He's too kind for this. He's too kind. <laughs> That's why we like him here. <laughs> He's your always best, welcome. He's your best friend. T- <laughs> Our good animal boy. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us for this role. Um, if other people wanted to find you, where could they find you online? Oh, God. Um, oh, I or do have pod. Twitter. I have Twitter. So you can generally find... I don't run this pod, and I'm not on it all the time, but... Side character quest, which Ty, the uh, DM, was on here a couple weeks ago. Yes. Last week. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that's where I exist in terms of podcasts. And then I don't remember. I made my 
Twitter thing too long. But if, okay, if you search at Sir Eli of the Pine on Twitter, that's me. I generally don't get on there except for like maybe once every two weeks when I have a funny thought and feel like sharing it with the internet. But there, there's where I am. That's me. It's it's great cargo short content, if I could say. <laughs> yes. that's, if you're looking for cargo short content, that's your boy to come to. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very excited. You know, it's October here in Georgia, which means I have another three months of cargo shorts before I have to switch to jeans for a week and then switch backs. Hey, you could do the long, the rip-off cargo pants. Do you, do you, have you the invested in those? The zip-offs. Yes. I wear, yeah. <laughs> I wear those, I wear those almost every time I'm in the field. Those are my That's... field pants of choice. I call them shants because they're yeah. uh, shorts and pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wear those. I was wearing some like the last three days while I was in the field. So, And you shan't they, be uncomfortable in those, that's for sure. Yeah, that is true. It keeps, it keeps the sun <laughs> off you. It keeps the bugs off you. But then if it gets too hot, just do some zipping and you're into cargo shorts. And people give you a real funny look when you <laughs> unzip those pants. That's called respect, Eli, is that look. That is, is, is just that what pure is? respect. Yeah, don't worry if, about that. If we were to see that, it would be so much fucking respect. Just saying. Respect. I, I've, I've learned that field biologists wear really weird clothes where we're just constantly taking off clothes to show that we do have a lot more clothes still on. Uh, <laughs> it's just Russian doll of clothes always there that's all it is eli before you go can i ask you have there ever been any animals where we come in with the facts and have gotten it so wrong that it's driven you insane um no actually you can be truthful no i'm trying to think if if anything there might just be something where it's like i might know one or two more facts more Mm, but but generally no i haven't noticed i mean I can't speak for Caitlin's interpretations. He, no, Always. She, you were speaking exactly for my interpretations, right? <laughs> I have heard some wild things, um, but I'm trying to think the like because y'all talked about the immortal jellyfish stuff, which at one point, which was really cool. Um, I think y'all talked about parrotfish once. Yes, and, talk about uh, I've I've experienced parrotfish a lot when I was scuba diving in the key. Did they ever bite you? No, because when I'm in the ocean, I got my head on a swivel. Anything down there might get me. So I'm just like karate chopping fish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, serious question. Have you karate chopped a fish? Yes, I absolutely (laughs) have karate chopped a fish. The things I've the things I've karate because you can't really punch a fish because the water you know gets in the way. Karate chops though, perfect for underwater attacks. Did they teach you that in school? They don't. It's just that's sort of a killer instinct. It's just yeah, a, that's a nope. <laughs> natural killer instinct in him. <laughs> Let me wow. tell you something. Everything under the water, everything. It's trying to get you one way or another. It's trying to get you. You gotta be, gotta be ready. Gotta that's be what ready. we have always felt. That's literally ever this since day why, one. This is why I'm terrified of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Can you I throw be. another another follow up question at you? Yeah. Can you do they make uh, rip off cargo short scuba diving gear? And if not, can we get in the market for this? So the problem with that is okay. I think I think that the um, purpose of wetsuits is to make anyone who doesn't have 0% body fat feel as uncomfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it really feels yes. like you're just shoving in like... 
five pounds of sausage in like a one pound bag or something. <laughs> I was going to use the sausage. It's too. terrible because I was doing this all through grad school. Right. So like at first it's like, oh, yeah, I look good. And then like a few years later, it's like, oh, no, I need to no. get my life together. <laughs> but um, So but uh, other than that, the only the only problem you foresee with it is yeah, the sausage I- metaphor. Yeah, uh, now, board shorts, if you're di- diving in warm water, which I don't think y'all have warm water on the West Coast, but if no, you're diving here, in no. warm water, then, uh, yeah, plenty of, you can wear your board shorts, and those can be cargo pants. I'm trying to think. Now, whenever I got a uh, BC, a buoyancy compensator device, which is like the vest that you wear, I always made sure we get as many pockets as possible. So, Ooh. it's all you, about pockets. So- yeah. yeah, pockets. Okay. I'm imagining you looking like Indiana, or not Indiana Jones, um, Han Solo, just with all the vests with everything on it, but in a wetsuit, like you're underwater Han Solo ready to take on anything. Yeah. And then with your karate shop hand. Definitely that. And then definitely um, just me holding on for dear So whenever I was scuba diving, I was looking at tiny corals. So I had to be like, an inch away from the ground and just if there was any sort of current i'm just grasping on to like dead rocks for dear life or like hanging upside down like trying to balance and yeah and sometimes getting stabbed in the face with fire coral which is not fun oh that sounds terrible sometimes you grab onto what you think is just like you know seaweed or something and it's just fire coral and then your hand hurts for a week and yeah good stuff yeah, stay out of the oceans. Uh, don't worry, I will. Don't worry, I will. <laughs> we have one takeaway, it's stay away from the oceans. Yes, as a marine biologist, I can tell you, stay out of there. It's dangerous. Uh, I like that we got the official seal. I, know. I feel I so feel, much better about my fear I now. I too. <laughs> this is the most validating thing I could ever have. Thank you so much, Eli, for coming yes. on and for validating us. That's everything we needed. I'm going yeah. to hang up the phone now because it's been a really long call. Okay, Bye. That was me putting the phone on the hook. Clearly. (laughs) Okay, Caitlin, you've got a chance to roll um, McKenna's DM, but I'm going to take over now because I can't be left out, so I'm going to roll. And we actually rolled a seven, which is going to be throwback. So I think for this, um, I'm just completely BDM. I'm going to pick this and everything. Uh, For this episode, since it is the 200th, I feel like it's only proper to throw back to just the throwback of uh, this show. And um, I feel like there's one person, since we've already brought on one guest, I know another guest who we could call on as an expert, who's been there with us, has never been on the podcast, but has... um, I would say suffered for all these years, <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna call him up real quick. Just boop 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 boop. boop. Bring, bring, bring. <laughs> He's not picking up. He's so bad at picking bring, up. Bring. It's gonna still ring. Bring, bring. CEO. Hello, this is, is Brandon. Is CEO of ROI. How can I help you? Oh wow, look at that big corporate money all day. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a weird catchphrase that you have to say all the time with big money. <laughs> big corporate money, big money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all day, every day. All day, every day. What's Brent, up, everyone? <laughs> yes, this is our CEO of ROIs, the man behind, uh, would you say everything we do, Brandon? What would you qualify that you do here? As CEO, I need you I'm to say- I'm just a puppet master. <laughs> okay. And you guys are my puppeteers. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, make sure the quiche is coming in, quiche money. He's really good at making sure that we make money, which we have been making uh, probably- 
maybe $2 every month. As I'm talking. <laughs> Since he started. <laughs> as I'm so. talking into a sock <laughs> covered mic right yeah. now from a pop filter. So. I, that's a pop filter because I may have lost my regular pop filter. So the sock does work, <laughs> as you all are hearing. Uh, sock filter. Um, but yeah, so uh, CEO of ROIs, you have been here all 200 episodes, but you've been behind a wall. Not a paywall, but behind a literal wall. <laughs> yes. But you have, I think, experienced all of our episodes. So what has it been like being in the room but not being on the podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> Where do I begin? What is it? What? Hell. Nightmare. <laughs> well, first of all, what are you usually... The bump that goes in the middle of the night. <laughs> what do you usually do while we record? Well, I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Let's get that sh- out of the way. I have a very early job that starts at 2 a.m., so I'm trying to get some good night's sleep. And behind the curtain, we do start <laughs> recording usually at 8 p.m. at night, and he's in bed, tucked in, tucked in, all ready to sleep. And then, do you ever wake up? <laughs> 50-50. So... I wake up because I hear some whack demonic voices. For some whatever reason, there is just a voice, a loud, like a monster, some high pitched demon, like a screaming banshee flying across the room. I don't know what it is that's going on, but it's wild and it needs to stop. <laughs> There is one particular character that you knew, not by name, but by noise. And do you remember the point scribe? No, I just remember clear. I was having a dream. <laughs> And in my dream, I would just like, you know, it's like you're running away from the monster, no matter how fast you're going. Like, it's just right on your heels. And yeah. I just hear this, like, <laughs> screaming and, like, just, ah! it's like going all these noises, right? And I woke up in a cold sweat. I was like, what the fuck was that? That was a weird dream. It wasn't until a week later, <laughs> Cassie was editing, and I heard, Caitlin, you were my demon in my dreams. <laughs> you're. You're the uh, one that made me wake up in a cold sweat. I've never been so honored in my life. <laughs> well, um, I'm glad that we were able to, uh, even though you, well, first of all, I know you've been here all 200 episodes. Yes. Do you normally listen to our podcast? When the voices start. <laughs> <laughs> what episode is that one? Just like, just a crazy. So from my knowledge, you listen to like, episode 20 and I got up, there, yeah. up to episode 20 and that was it <laughs> because, oh, that's it yeah you're welcome <laughs> so there's only nah, 100 was, yeah. there's only 180 episodes to catch up on <laughs> so I'm power through it just get like a good road trip and just non-stop can I you know did you ever think we'd make it to 200 as our CEO who always believed in us from day one absolutely mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. absolutely and the non-bullshit uh, answer <laughs> I need the quiche coming in, guys. You need this as, just as bad? I need it just as bad as you guys. If you could change um, one thing about our podcast as the CEO of ROIs, or just any tip you have for us that we haven't listened to that you would want us to go ahead and do. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> Sell out. I don't care where it is. Blue Apron fucking adam and eve i don't know what it is just sell out <laughs> we've been trying to get our feet out there um is this a good idea absolutely okay <laughs> right there's nothing and when you say feet out there not like our feet wet like into the industry no like feet out there as in selling feet pictures holy fans yeah sell that sell out just, just sell our, out our toesies out to the people <laughs> nah from i'm gonna be honest since day one to now you guys fucking killed it yeah
killing the game. If anyone's been there since day one, listen now. Holy shit, what a different vibe. But proud of you guys. You're making, yeah. the, you're making the corporate money happy. All the hedge hunts fucking happy. I'm so glad that we can give that $2 to you. <laughs> you get Taco Bell once a month because of us, and you're welcome for that. Uh, thank you for coming on, CEO of ROIs. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, what do we got? Patreon. Yes. You know, you know we got a Patreon. We got Patreon. Damn right. Uh, support us, guys. I don't want to keep talking to this sock as a pop filter. So <laughs> You have a busy schedule as CEO, oh, yeah. and there's so many things for Behind CEO scenes, to do. Yeah, I don't have time for all this stuff. So You, you guys have to run away from a demon. to be blessed by the presence of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm going to go to the top floor of my helipad and uh, fly on out of here. So, later, bitches. Wow, he left the phone on as he. That was a power move. Wow, the CEO of ROIs. You don't usually see him, you just see him flying through the sky. Uh, big thank you to the CEO of ROIs. Still not quite sure what he does, even after having him on, but you know, thank you for your service. Um, I'm going to pass this back over to Books. Books, you could take this back over. All right, I think we are nearing the end of episode 200, as crazy as it must seem. This episode must come to an end. But before we roll right out of this entire 200th adventure i think we should go around and share our successes from the week uh and this on a really high note as though 200 episodes is not the highest of highs we've ever had in our life no we've mentioned all all the great things we've done before this is just a beginning for us again once this becomes a religion that's when we peak yes yes that's That's definitely (laughs) when we peak that's when we must quit is when it becomes a religion um on religions I cannot use that as a transition. Do but, it. Um, Do it, coward. For my Find success, a way. Some, one religious thing that I think of is weddings, and weddings did happen because books got married, and that's like a good success. But it's not mine. It's going to be someone else's later. Weird. <laughs> Crazy. Spoiler. Mine, on the other hand. Spoiler alert. Way to steal it. <laughs> but anyways, my success is going to be we – okay, after the wedding, we got to do something really cool. We saw in concert – on tour, Simone Biles, guys. Simone Biles. Simone motherfucking Biles. You know her as the Olympian. You know her as the coolest fucking little person in the world. When the, I say little the person, baddest she's, bitch in town. The baddest she bitch in town. Is. She is like maybe four or something. You are under five foot queen. Under five Who foot. We love a short. She, I would, we thought about storming the floor, but then I saw her and I was like, I cannot face her. She will destroy me. I, it would be an honor to be murdered yeah. by her, honestly. Yes. I would, she's that's actually the what reason, I would be. Like, you know that Mean Girls line of like, one time Regina George punched me in the face. It was awesome. Like if Simone yeah. Biles did, I now get it. If it was, I Simone would tell Biles, everyone she punched it. me. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, Simone punched me. It was cool. It was so rad. So cool. Right here. Anyways, we saw Simone Biles in concert at the Gold Over America tour. And this was, I think, mainly geared towards children. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Team USA was there. And it was, I don't think I was supposed to be as inspired as I was. But there was a moment where I cried. There was a moment where I laughed. There was a moment where I screamed my so loud that I did lose my voice. Um and we scream again, speak, going back to screaming, we screamed so loud that we scared the children around us mm-hmm. where they actually got up and moved. They did move. Mm-hmm. The so children moved. I, I would call that as a success as well. Yes. Um, we were uh, surrounded by mainly children. It was probably about 80% children and parents who came to this. Yes. And uh, then there was us going a little bit too hard probably, but it was very exciting. No, no alcohol, nothing. Just, just pure just excitement. Pure just badass women fucking Bad flipping around. God, and it was it, okay. This tour, the reason why it happened is because Simone Biles 
on her like goal list when she met up with an agent and she signed with an agent. She said, my goal is to have a tour someday. This bitch did it. Did she it. did it. And not only did she do it, she got on some of the coolest gymnasts around like um, that are Olympians, former Olympians, uh, college athletes, people who are inspiring. There was spoken word in the middle of the gymnastics like mm. thing. There was like a gymnast who had come back from Chelsea Memo. If you haven't looked her up, she's fucking cool as hell. She was in the Olympics, uh, retired, had two kids and now is back and was in the Olympic trials. She's fucking awesome. She was there it was the coolest thing ever and totally inspiring i'd never expected any of the things they were going to be doing and usa gymnastics had nothing to do with it because they are bad garbage garbage <laughs> Work. and this was five days after she just took a stand at the supreme court against the fbi that's fucking right just five days after she we saw her at the gould over for america she's tour. the most like, badass person in the world so fucking cool and she just stands up for women and i love her and Lori Hernandez was like the MC. God, she's Lori. so fun. Oh, I, I love, love Lori, Lori Hernandez. Hernandez. I have a, a I have a video of me screaming at Lori, <laughs> and I couldn't even post it because it's so inaudible because my voice is so gone. <laughs> uh, my success kind of along those lines. Uh, I did get to see Simone Biles with you, which was a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. the whole USA team and just badass women. Let's go, women! Never yes. forget. Uh, but then also we some other stars we got to see were the otters at the Aquarium of the Pussy. Yes. <laughs> Oh, we got to see otters and the seals. The seals were wild in when we went, and that was a true gift. Um, we missed feeding time, I heard. Uh, word on the street was we barely missed feeding time for the otters, but they mm-hmm. still had a little bit of energy, so they were pretty active, too. It was a good time. We went to the aquarium, and it was fun. Cassie, can I dunk on you about the aquarium? Yeah, please. Go okay, for it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, as we mentioned, this was, we went to the aquarium the day after um, Books' wedding, uh, so we were hungover as hell. And Cassie over here was not doing too hot, but wanted to see these fucking otters so bad and we had tickets already and it was so hard to get these tickets so we saw these sea otters right we there was a good old seat where probably people would sit there relax read a book or something and watch these sea otters cassie decided this is where i'm gonna sit cassie sat there watched some otters and i look over cassie's fucking dead ass asleep (laughs) (laughs) in front of the otter enclosure (laughs) i took the opportunity to relax in front of the otters like i should have was pale as hell can you imagine a peaceful scene to fall asleep too like that's what i need that's why i can't sleep i'm not sleeping in front of an otter you know my friend and i were dying as well and we were running back and forth chasing the otters as they were going across in the water running across cassie Mm. over here was a dead ass asleep you guys we have our own otter journeys okay sometimes you run with the otters sometimes you appreciate them from afar sometimes you see them in dreams (laughs) in front of them sometimes you let them lull you to sleep in the most peaceful 10 minute sleep you've ever had before some asshole friends (laughs) laugh at you and wake you up (laughs) i should have taken a picture it was unreal (laughs) i I can't imagine a more public place to fall asleep to (laughs) yeah i remember vaguely waking up in the middle and i made eye contact with a like a worker or a volunteer he just walked away yeah so it was matter of respect everybody was just like yes i was doing the proper thing okay i was meant to fall asleep in front of the otters everybody (laughs) knew this like old people didn't come sit on the bench while i was dying on there like i had that whole thing to myself you did no one was no one wanted to go around you you look like you were dead (laughs) i felt like i don't want to be the one to discover that she's actually dead right there (laughs) and you had a mask on and i was hoping to get you another mask for your eyes so you could just totally just just stay there forever honestly i was hoping my body could be buried or fed to the otters that day so (laughs) just put me in there to hang out with them no so they can eat me (laughs) eat my corpse please (laughs) 
Oh, I wish I could have seen this. Unfortunately, part of my success is that I did catch the otters and I caught them when they were feeding the otters. So I got otters full in uh, playful mode. Uh, I might have been the informant to tell you guys. Was it we that I told you that the otters? Were yes, yeah, it was, it was you. you. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. just been there before and they were super cute, super adorable. Uh, definitely probably the biggest thing that happened to me that weekend. Most exciting thing was catching <laughs> <laughs> otters playing and being happy. Um, but the day before I did, uh, I did a thing. I got married and yeah, you do. that's my success. It happened. It was a success. It was like... I the whole time I was just really waiting for things to go more wrong because the like trajectory and the whole planning process felt very chaotic. Um but my wedding was everything I could have wanted and more and uh so perfect that I'm glad it was that one day and I never have to do it again. Like I just yeah. everyone's like, Don't you want this to like never end? And I'm like, No, please God, let this end because I want it to be this perfect <laughs> thing that exists for a few hours and then it, we get to like move on from. Um and, you know, it's been like two weeks and being married is pretty fucking awesome. So hell yeah. yeah. Also, congrats. Yeah. It was, it congrats. was a great time. It was beautiful and stunning. It so was, many flowers. Love the flowers. So the flowers. A lot of books. I did include there a was, lot of yeah. books okay. in my wedding. Books said she was going to have books in her wedding. And we were like, yeah, uh-huh. And God did she bring books? Did I think we there underestimate was, the books? There was books hanging from an area, like, mm-hmm. and then so there pretty. was a whole wall of books, mm-hmm. like that were open for the seating. It was crazy how many actual books were part of this thing. We signed yeah. a motherfucking guitar as the guest we book. Kind, we signed a guitar. Did, sign did it you was read it? Booked theme. I have not. I don't have it okay. yet. It's at my parents' house. Very. All right. I might. It. I might have been super drunk and put hags on there. So <laughs> I'm cool with it, honestly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and I said, should I do it as I, after I already did it, <laughs> <laughs> that makes it so much better. There's a few things we get to keep in the guest book. I'm very excited to read. We got married in front of a backdrop that was made of these scrolls with like a uh, calligraphy on them. And we had our, uh, letters that we wrote to each other when we were long distance written on those. So scrolls. fucking cute. We get so to cute. keep those. So someday we're going to have to figure out what to do with the fuck, like to do with those giant scrolls. Make but- a quilt. Mm. yeah we'll turn there it into go. something i'm not sure but uh bags yeah. make it into bags put it yeah, up on pillows the put it up yeah Just have a whole wall, wall of our love yes yeah. there you go. everyone gag when they come into our house put it on the ceiling so the only proper thing when you lay down you can read it read our letters to each other there we go that's mm-hmm. that's good it's gonna be that's too far no <laughs> too gross <laughs> too gross it's done um so but our wedding was a success we are officially married i have to like still do some things to like make it more official i think because i I haven't gone through all the process of changing names and whatever but um it's our license is in we are officially legally married wow that's hell yeah those are our successes uh and obviously the biggest success we hit 200 episodes yeah 200 episodes i don't think anybody that's actually pretty ever get here it's so many it's so and many 200 has 20 in it guys no. oh my god it's a it's big 20 with special. zero at the end <laughs> it's a 20 wow plus you know 180 um and that <laughs> feels very very momentous and special um because we had some very special guests contribute to this episode and making it all possible, we're not going to go over points. The standing is still very much biased. Caitlin is still somehow in the lead. We're not going to touch on that anymore. Hopefully things will change in the future. Now, 
If you would like very much to be a part of this episode, just like those awesome guests were earlier, you can join in on the adventure. All you have to do is send us over a follower question, send us any quest, any topic you want us to talk about on any of our social media platforms or to our emails, and we will talk about it on the show. You can head on over to at Unnatural20s on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And send us a message that way. While you're there, you might as well hit follow. Go ahead and go like those posts, those tweets, all the good info we're putting out there because it's delightful. Or you can send us an email to unnatural20s at gmail.com. If that's not enough for you, I understand. I could never get enough with just being a part of the podcast. You can join in and get a little bit more content from us by heading over to patreon.com slash unnatural20s. You'll get blog posts, videos, extra content, all sorts of fun, good stuff. Um, You can even join our Jean Jacket fam. If you want more stuff, but uh, you know it's not in your budget to join Patreon, don't worry. You can get stuff for free. All you got to do is go over to Apple Podcast, write us a review, let us know you wrote us a review, and we will send you some free dice and free stickers because those are always fun. You can stick them everywhere. They're real good stickers, and they are just so much fun to have. And the dice are real good, too. Um, it's 100% guaranteed that if you put a dice in your nose and you uh, blow it out, <laughs> it will land on a 20. So <laughs> 100% guaranteed, as long as you don't test it. As Listen, long as, yeah. you cannot test this. Yep. Let this be 100%. Yes. Now we've reached the point in the podcast where we have to figure out who is going to be our next DM. And I believe it can be all three of us if I That's am right. correct. You, you. So I have got to go ahead and roll for all three of us. I'm going to roll for myself first. I got an 11. Dougal, Ooh. I'm going to roll for you next. You got a 12. And Cassie, oh. let's see where you land on this. Let's go. Cassie, you got a 10. Holy oh, shit. Oh, right there. Still in sequence. I'll take it. And there's still one on top, and it's me. <laughs> I feel like that can only happen for our 200th episode. That was very momentous. And you know what? We were just right in the middle of those numbers, and I'm proud of us. We didn't go That's very, very high. good. We were just dead center. We were saving throws, but just barely. We mm-hmm. barely made it, and I'm <laughs> proud of us. This show is very proud to be a part of the Scavengers Network. Uh, if you like this show, you should definitely check out Alabaster's Haberdashery. It's a delightful, short little podcast where um, they go back in time, but they record from the future. Lots of crazy stuff happens. So check that out. Check that show out, our show out, and so much more on scavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. Yeah! 20 plus 180. I can do math. 199 plus 1. Sorry, too much math. I'm out. 